Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Christian Parenting Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, podcast host and author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You. Here on the podcast, it's my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here. But taking time as a family to sit down and talk about the the meaning of of Easter, which is, again, Jesus' death and resurrection, um, all that entailed and the implications of that and what that means to us personally about and what the story is. And just read, reading the story of, mm-hmm. of later part of, uh, of Jesus' life and because it, it will raise questions if you read the story, right? Mm-hmm. For, we're talking about for your kids, right? Yeah. Why, why did Jesus have to go through that? Why did he die on the cross? You know, why did they do that to him? I mean, just um, the story of it in and of itself brings out questions for for anybody, right? And especially for your kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Boy Mom Podcast. I am so happy to be with you and to invite you to sit down with my husband and I for this special edition of the podcast where we are celebrating our anniversary as well as preparing to celebrate Easter and just hanging out, having some fun, hoping that we cover a few topics that might be of interest to you. Now, this is a long past due Q&A episode. Uh, I've promised that we would do this long ago. As I'll mention in this interview, I had actually promised that we would do a specific Q&A related to COVID and the vaccine and my husband's Uh, thoughts and experiences related to COVID being a hospital physician, Um, but I explain why that never exactly happened in this interview. But we do cover some parenting topics, some marriage topics, and this is really also just a chance for you to get to know Dave, as people have asked a lot of questions about the work he does, about the fruit that he's growing here on our property, and you know, he's just a pretty great guy, and so I love that I get to share him with all of you. So this might be a fun one for you to share with your husbands. Maybe they can hang out with you and listen together, or you might forward it on to them. Uh, But 
I just appreciate all of you being here. And I'll have a few final words to say at the end. So without further ado, here's Dave and I covering some Q&As and just having a good chat. I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Boy Mom Podcast. For this very special edition, I've got somebody with me. Uh, Dave, welcome. Check, check. Am I, am I on? Am I really on? You are really on. I'm on the Boy Mom Podcast. Yes, and you're a boy dad, and we're so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so this is a special anniversary slash Easter slash everything. Let's just celebrate edition, right? Let's do this. Let's do this. Actually, as this comes out, it should be the day after our 26th wedding anniversary. Really? Yeah. 26? That's a long time. You've kept track? Wow. Of course I've kept track. track. No, you haven't. That's terrible. Uh, Happy anniversary, Dave. Happy anniversary. Are we going to do something fun? Oh boy, pressure's on. Um, We will. Yes. We'll find something fun. But as we record, we got a couple weeks to plan. Oh, we have two weeks. Good. Yeah, we've got some time. As this comes out, it will be Easter next Sunday. So also, everybody, happy Easter happy week. Easter. Easter week. What do you call the week? Um, Holy week. Goodness. I should know that, shouldn't mm. I? Okay. So Dave, you've been with me before on the podcast, but it's been a long time. I don't even remember what we talked about last time. I know. I had to look it up. I think you've been on at least once, if not twice, and I'll link to those There was one about a dad's role in raising character-rich kids. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Yeah, I kind of remember that one. Mm -hmm. I'll link to it. And then maybe there was one earlier on. But I'm so glad you're back. And uh, we're kind of, we're not hurrying, but we're kind of excited because when we wrap this up, we're going to sushi. Date night. Date night. (laughs) Yay. Which is going to be one of the topics because we're going to hit some Q&As. We are going to um we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things because we are so far past due to have this conversation and people have sent in questions. A lot of them are kind of similar. So we're going to just touch on a few questions and also I made a promise <laughs> like so long ago that I'm a little embarrassed. It was last fall maybe of 2021. And I suggested that you were going to come on to talk about COVID and vaccines. Uh-oh. I know. And COVID already happened. COVID's kind of a thing of the past, right? Well, we like to think. I mean, for me, it kind of is like. Yeah. Yeah. The hospital and all that. Right. So we're going we're gonna to get to. At least it's, is, yeah. Hopefully right. it stays that way. But I do feel like I owe everyone a quick explanation because what happened was. I got busy. You, you, well, I was busy in the hospital. You were busy in the hospital, and I was, I was like, you know what? Dave will come on and answer some questions. Dave is a hospital physician. We call that a hospitalist. It's a real job. And he, I'm going to ask him to tell you a little bit about that. But he was going to just kind of talk about what he was seeing, his experience, his thoughts on the vaccine, his thoughts on kids getting the vaccine. And to be fair, we did record a whole episode remember yeah I barely okay we recorded a whole episode and then I was like you know what I'm not gonna share it because I think the next day more stuff was coming out 
research in the news. It was a moving target. It, it, it was a moving every target. Every time we had something to say, it was like maybe not relevant or got updated. And exactly. I, could just, I never felt like I was on top of it. Well, yeah. I don't know if anyone, even the people that acted like they were on top of it, this is a brand new thing. And it's been crazy. Mm. But the good news is... There's no more masks after <sighs> today. Tom, Tom, Tomorrow. Today. Sometimes Hawaii is the last state to hold on to the mask mandate for like ever. But yeah, we get to, but you'll have to wear it in the hospital, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, healthcare workers. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, airplanes, public transportation. Planes. Planes, yeah, trains. trains, automobiles. No, not, <laughs> not yeah. Not cars. <laughs> Who wears a mask when they're alone in the car? I've seen a few people. Yeah, I have too. I think I've probably done it just because you forget it's on. Right? Yeah. That's fair I've enough. I've done that. Yeah, me too. Okay, but Dave, for those who are new here who don't know you, where's your hometown? I grew up in a little town called McMinnville, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Somebody out there knows And it had you. a McDonald's. Yes. Every and town it, has a McDonald's. <laughs> and it, I was a McMinnvillian. Okay. Um, there was a McMinnville, Tennessee, and I don't know why they named it McMinnville, but McMinnville, huh. Oregon had like 12,000 people Okay, when I... Was born there in a little, little country town. And then you ended up in high school in Portland because you were a soccer player and you mm-hmm. needed to play there. Uh, then you went to college at? Mm-hmm. Seattle Pacific University. And you played soccer there. Mm-hmm. And then you were living back home when we met. Yeah, you like to keep <laughs> Sorry, reminding I didn't, me that I, I went wasn't back trying home. to rub like that I was in. like a millennial before there was millennials. <laughs> It's okay that you were living in your parents' basement when we met. For a very short time. <laughs> Not really. Okay. And to be fair, everyone listening, we have college boys who want to come back home. One will be graduating this spring, and he might spend a little time with us. So Dave and I have had some conversations where Dave's like, no way, he's paying rent. And I'm like, dude, you were living in your parents' basement when you were 25. Studying for the medical school entrance exam, playing professional soccer. Yes. Doing youth ministry. Yes, he, you were doing really good things. Center. Okay, so he had a good reason. Moving right along, I was going to graduate school in Oregon. We met at church, sweet story. And then um, we moved to Hawaii 20, almost 21 years ago. Mm. He went to medical school in Portland. Came out here for residency. Yeah. And that's how we got to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So there's our story for anyone that didn't know. I thought three years, Hawaii, it's like a big vacation. And Dave thought, yeah, we're moving to Hawaii, right? Be honest. I mean like forever? Yeah, you knew. Well, I didn't know for sure. You hoped. Okay, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Dave is a one-season guy. He's happy with sunshine and ocean, right? Mm. Yeah, it's true. I'm a seasonal girl, so I do miss my fall and my seasons, but we're happy here on the North Shore of Oahu. Okay, Dave, well, uh, 26 years of marriage. Somebody wants to know, what's your biggest piece of marriage advice? Biggest piece of marriage advice? Or just one of them. Don't think too hard. Um, Carve out time. I mean, yeah. when you have what we have, crazy life and kids and yeah. crazy busy for sure you have to make time which is not easy to do no we have to schedule it even yes date nights 
I think we were more consistent about date nights when kids were little. Yeah. Probably because I was desperate and like, we have to get out. Mm -hmm. And we we kept that going. I mean, through the whole thing. I mean, the whole time, 26 years. And we were poor. We couldn't afford it. I'm not sure how we paid We're still paying off the debt for (laughs) our date nights from 26 (laughs) years ago. But here's the thing. Date nights can be simple. Yeah. What are some of the things we did when we were on a tight budget and kids were young and we had like, you know, two and a half hours with a babysitter? Just go to the beach. I mean, yeah. Go for a walk. We would we packed picnics. Pack, pack lunch. Go somewhere. Yeah. Packed a picnic. I remember doing a hike with a picnic. Mm-hmm. Um, beach with a picnic. I remember going to Barnes and Noble. Oh yeah. And looking at music and books and getting coffee. Just yeah. Are there it, still Barnes and Noble? It, There's one I, in Honolulu. It's been yeah. We stopped doing There's, that years ago. But, I know, uh, but it's really sad. We used to have a lot more on this island. Now we go to sushi. Well, tonight we're going to sushi, but we don't. Not every time. No. Sushi's expensive. I wish we did. I love it. We used to go to, we used to do out of town, Honolulu. We would to just, listen to just, Hawaiian music. And just because it was like get a like fun. like poo-poos. And yeah. I mean, did okay, but probably some of our quality time, I'm thinking just now that while why we don't do as many dates is these days we like go running together in the mornings. Mm-hmm. We will run errands together, which we've always done. I've always enjoyed that. But I think our runs are kind of like dates. Yeah. Because we talk a lot. I'm in the kitchen more. I've been helping make dinners. You have been. That's nice. It's just, there's a lot of time just mixing it up in the kitchen. Yeah. And when you're off work, you'll like do fresh squeezed orange juice and nice stuff. And you know, the other thing we do, or we... Like the sports stuff. Like I mean, we've had our kids like doing surf contests every weekend, and you and yeah. I are both tag teaming on yeah. all the sports stuff. Yeah, because we're a sports family, so we we actually do spend a lot of time in the car driving. Yeah, we have with time the kids, together. and we're just doing stuff together. That's right. Um, okay, can we tackle one more question? How about this one? Got it from a couple people. How do we or have we balanced parenting roles? people have asked is one of us more the disciplinarian and one more the fun parent oh i'm curious what you're going to say to this we did not review these by the way this is off the cuff dave who's the disciplinarian around here i mean both of us okay good yeah i mean if i'm with levi like our current situation i mean i definitely have to get on that kid levi needs a lot of discipline and yeah, I mean, but let's be honest for those of you with young kids, when you get older, you get soft and you start going easier on your kids. Dave, Levi's got you wrapped around his little finger. What about you? No, I get, I, I think he's, he's got you worn down a little more than me. Cause I spend a lot of time with him. <laughs> <laughs> on the golf course, oh, hours. Man, you, you have got no, it. You have no we're idea what's so happening. So hard to stay tough. Lately. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a ways to go. We're working on that character stuff, aren't we? Yeah, always. Yeah. Okay, so 
the follow-up question to that question. So we're both disciplinarians. I, I mean, I think we're pretty good at being on the same page. I think we agree on most things along the lines of discipline. Yeah, I mean, everything. Is there something we don't Well, if whether or not our college graduates should move home for a couple months. It's not a discipline thing. No, I'm saying we, did, we agree on most things. Oh, okay. In the area of discipline, I think we're yes. on the same page. There. We do. Yes, we're good at that. But how do we settle it when we disagree on something? Ooh. Uh, is this a trick question? <laughs> I mean. I think I know what I'll say. Go ahead, try. We try to meet in the middle, oh. compromise. I try to let you lead. You do. I'm not great at it, but I try. I try to come up with like a Bible verse to back me up. <laughs> That's always manipulative. I mean, wise. No, you're you're a good leader, and I tr- you you have so much wisdom. I really do trust you. So, even when I want to disagree, I usually have to just trust God trust your leadership. And usually I don't shut up too quick though. I'll be like, but listen, here's what I think. And you listen. Hmm. It doesn't always change your mind though. Sometimes it does. Yeah. I think, I think we're a pretty good team. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think our marriage has gotten better over the years. The teamwork's gotten better. Everything's gotten Mm -hmm. better. I agree. Yes. Okay, Dave, another question for you from a listener. By the way, these questions have come from like over time. I've put, put something on Instagram a while ago. And these, uh, you're just feeding me these like I know, I'm sorry. In, in front of everybody with no prep. I know. I, that makes I, a good no prep on conversation. This. Just very spontaneous. Dave, how do you stay balanced? You're a busy doctor. Oh, and we still need to touch on like, I told you to, okay, we're going to, that will go with this. Or maybe we'll do that first. Tell us about your job. Tell us a day in the life of Dave Swanson, Dr. Dave Swanson, hospitalist. And then we're going to ask how This was a question balanced. somebody asked? Oh, yeah. People have asked this a lot over time, but not, not a day in the life. They just say, like, what do you do? What's your... Well, you already mentioned it, but I'm a hospital doctor. So I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm the next step in line after the emergency room. Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody comes into the emergency room, if you came into the emergency room and you were... Having a very significant emergency mm-hmm. that uh, could be anything from a heart attack to a stroke to a severe infection, acute respiratory illness, the ER doctor may say to you, you're too sick to go home. Mm-hmm. You're going to stay in the hospital. You're going to be admitted into the hospital. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell the patient that. I say they're staying over. They're sleeping over. <laughs> He's like, no, that's not what we call it. <laughs> they they get admitted to, into the hospital. I admit them. So I, you meet them they, in the they, ER. They call me or one of my partners into the, to the emergency room. And then um, I end up taking those patients um, up on the hospital floor in the wards. We have a several different places that patients go depending on how sick they are and we mm-hmm. basically take care of them till they get better. Right. So you will work every day for many days. My straight. schedule is usually yeah. like, yeah, two weeks on, fourteen days and then two weeks off. But you know, we have like 
a variety of people coming and going, doing different things. So I'll sometimes work a few extra days during that time off as well. Right. But, but for 14 days, you'll have continuity of care. So mm. whoever's in there, you see them every day. Mm-hmm. You're the one to call the specialist, to coordinate, to talk to the families. Yeah. The little old ladies love you. You'll draw pictures of what's going on. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. My grandma loved you. Mm. She could tell. She's like, he's got good bedside manners. Mm. Um, and so that's what you do. And then the question is, what do you do to stay balanced when you're not working? Balanced, um, when I'm not working. You're a farmer. Yeah. Um, I enjoy that. That, Yeah. I'm spending time in our yard and spending time with you, spending time with the boys you we, used to spend a lot of time filming time. Luke surfing. Yeah, I'm trying to do less of that because that was just a grind. Um, yeah. Now you t- spend a lot of time on the golf course with. I Levi. was surfing, and that that was the problem. I was surfing less and less, and uh, yeah. And now I'm now he doesn't surf at all, hardly because I'm also yeah. now taking my youngest around on a in a golf cart. Mm-hmm. So I'll answer that question. Dave doesn't do enough to take care of himself. Mm. You and I go running. We do go running, but I am, this is a season right now where I'm encouraging Dave to do more stuff for himself Mm. and to connect with other men more. Mm -hmm. You're not great at that. I could do better. Your boys are kind of your men, but you need to do that more. I agree. Good. Everybody, you're my witnesses. He agrees. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this episode and I want to pause here real quick to tell you about this episode's sponsor, which seems so very fitting. When we are wanting to raise kids of faith, it is important that we have good resources, helpful tools to do the job well. And this episode is brought to you by Crossway and Kevin DeYoung's new book, The Biggest Story Bible Storybook. The Bible is a big book about a great God. From beginning to end, each page tells about the God who created the world, acted in history, and continues to act in the present. And beginning in Genesis and ending with Revelation, DeYoung retells the unified story of Scripture through 104 easy-to-read Bible stories. Each reading is coupled with beautiful illustrations by award-winning artist Don Clark and concludes with a reflective prayer. These are perfect for bedtime stories or for your family to read together. Both children and parents alike will experience afresh the captivating story of the Bible in an easy-to-understand, compelling way. You can pick up a copy wherever books are sold or visit crossway.org forward slash plus to find out how you can get 30% off. Now again, people ask me all the time about helpful resources, things that we use with our kids. I highly recommend you check out The Biggest Story Bible Storybook. This is something that parents will enjoy and kids will learn so much from. Pick up your copy at crossway.org forward slash plus. And now we'll get back to the episode. People who have followed your garden, which is really our back acre during uh, the 2020, you did what a whole lot of people did and planted a lot of good stuff. People did that? Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Really? When the lockdown, everybody was like, that's it. We're going to be self-sustaining, right? We we got chickens. Yeah, if you had a yard, people started growing things. You thought you were the only one. I don't keep track of people's (laughs) yards, but yeah. So we, Dave, planted like so much 
we still don't have a veggie garden, and that's going to require. I don't know what does it require. Why don't we have a veggie it's, garden? It's higher maintenance, but I, we've got. We're going to do that. A variety of. Okay, so tell trees. just give a quick list. What are some of the fruits that you planted that are starting to take off? Well, I mean, you know, we have lots of bananas and papayas because those are really easy. Mm-hmm. But we planted mango trees, which are growing and producing, and um, lily koi and um oranges cit- lots of citrus yeah. um grapefruit avocado mm-hmm. um lychee yeah um i hope we get good lychee this year um but yeah just like random stuff like um stuff people don't probably know about yeah, yeah that's that... not fruiting yet but yeah like jipotacaba you don't even know what that is jipotacaba we had a whole no, bunch. You told me it's really healthy. Yeah, you, I don't think you even tried I it. I tried it. I did. Um, yeah, just a lot of random trees, fruit yeah, trees. a lot of fruit. So if we were ever cut off from the world, we have two chickens. We get, yeah, we're getting eggs. We're getting eggs, sunny and blue. An egg a day. At least, yeah. And recently we've had, okay, so in Hawaii, those of you who have visited or who live in Hawaii know that Hawaii has a lot of wild chickens, like they're everywhere. And this cute little, little wild chicken started, um, what do you call that? Imprinting? Yeah. We have these two fluffy, beautiful chickens um, that were given to us by a, a sweet family when they moved to the mainland. And we got their coop too. But this wild chicken is now following around our chickens like it thinks it's one of them. It's like a, it was a baby. I think they got abandoned and then it <laughs> latched so onto our chickens. And Isn't it cute? Our hens and follows them around. Yeah. It's still really small. It's a little yeah. pipsqueak. It's a, but is it going to grow or is it just a miniature chicken? It's no, like it, it, it's a regular chicken. I think it just wasn't getting food and didn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's... these are things on the Swanson property. Another question, Dave, how about golf? Golf is new. How are you golfing? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, Dave's a, a lefty. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little more difficult to find clubs and all that. Yeah, no, it's, I, you can, yeah, it is actually difficult to get clubs. Even at like the golf shop, they hardly have any left handed clubs. Mm-hmm. The one that I went to, the main yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, I've got I got some used clubs. Somebody got me some. Um, I've been using them little by little, more and more. Mm-hmm. Golf's kind of fun, actually. Yeah, you're a good golf dad. You're a better golf dad than I am golf mom. But I, I'm chasing Levi around. He's the one that does all the most of golfing. Yes, he will keep you chasing. Okay, so before we close, let's talk a couple parenting things, and then hit on Easter thoughts on Easter. But um, since we already did a full talk on character, I am going to link to that. But if you had a word of advice for dads, let's just say you've got a kid who is uh, maybe making some bad choices. Maybe you're not thrilled with the direction they're going. They're middle school age, maybe late elementary. Dads, and I know this is the boy mom podcast, but we can tell the dads or maybe they'll listen since Dave's on. Um, what what are a couple tips you would give? What is an important role for a dad to play in raising these boys? 
Um, I think spending time with your kids is the first thing you have to do. Mm-hmm. If you're not spending time with them, then it, it's hard to make any anything happen in your kid's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing is time. Because kids spell love, T-I-M-E, right? Mm, yep, that's true. So time with your kids. And so they're, the first challenge is like if, if you have a – I guess a schedule or priorities that that keep your kids, um, you know, not a part of your your daily life. Your uh, probably the first thing is change probably needs to be made there. Mm-hmm. Are you asking for like advice? So yeah, yeah so ske- you're gonna have to schedule things. Yeah. just like you and I schedule Sacrifice. schedule time for each other. Maybe you're a dad that has to schedule time for your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's a lot simpler than you think. Like when our boys were little and you were in residency working ridiculous hours, what are a couple of things you did? I know a lot of moms listening have young kids. So, Dad, you might tuck them in at night and... Tuck, in, tuck them in and read to them, pray for them. Yeah. Things like yeah. that. You used to teach our kids a Bible verse, one little verse, and review it every night. Not just one verse, but, but oh yeah, like oh yeah, one at a like time. Yeah, when they were toddlers. Yeah, I mean a nighttime tucking routine. So you're getting quality time with your kid, and mm-hmm. you're you know accomplishing something there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know things that we do as a family, like whether it was just our, our dinner time, made that we made that a priority. Mm-hmm. Where you and I were both present, yeah. having kids together for dinner. I mean, you have to eat food. It takes time. You're sitting at a table and communicating so turn off devices TV. yeah well back then we didn't really have devices oh, like we did the way we do now yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah turn off the tv and you're right so just making you know focus time to be together yeah um that was as a family but just one-on-one time with the kids i mean you and i already talked about it but just finding activities that we could your kids could have fun doing that you could be you know either participating with them in or or, or leading leading them towards yeah you know we we talked about sports and we had to drive to a lot of things. So we're in the car together, mm-hmm. listening, talking. Um, yeah. Listen to music. You introduced our kids to a lot of music, which our older boys, well, all of our boys love music mm-hmm. and they would all credit you with that. I'm not a huge music person, but they'd be like, Oh, dad used to play this for me when I was little. Yeah. So they're into seventies Christian rock. Is that what you want? <laughs> well, there are more than that. But yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, but, and like, you know, playing music, I mean, whether it was oh, ukulele yeah. with uh, yeah, Levi or Luke playing guitar with, with Jonah. Um, you know, just, yeah, music is a great way to co- connect with, with your kids, mm-hmm. at least it was for us. Um, we did uh, a lot of hikes when kids were little. Yeah, and I mean, just activities together. I mean, it wasn't, it was kind of like sports, but just kind of like activities, Act- but like, but yeah, going yeah. to the skate. I mean, I learned to skate. Yes. So that I could spend time having fun with the kids. It wasn't yes. so much an organized sport, but we would go to a skate park and just, yeah. you know, I would crash and they would, you know. And you also kind of to... took up photography so that you could take photos of them and video of them. and. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that was. Made that, them that... feel like a big deal. Mm, yeah, like a surf contest and stuff like that. So ultimately, okay, I'm going to just. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Well, I was just going to say, this is something we've talked about recently. I think in our early years of marriage, there was a lot of struggle because you have so many things you love and are good at. Like you mentioned, you know, you were playing soccer and you were a passionate windsurfer. And so when we first had kids and they were little, 
and you were in residency or medical school, when you had free time, you just wanted to go do your thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been a big maturing process of you starting to go, you know what? Yeah. It's more important for me to be a devoted dad Mm -hmm. than to do my own thing. Yeah. That was, it was hard to let go of those things, but little by little, I, yeah. But maybe there's a balance there. Maybe you could do a little more of your own. Yeah. I, I honestly, I totally agree. I think I went from one extreme to the other. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think dads, and dads are probably on on different ends of the spectrum or somewhere in the middle. But there, there's a dad that's probably like I was, you know, years ago, and I was still young and wanting to like do my thing. Like golf, for example. I, I think golf can become a full obsession. I see a lot of guys that just oh, like yeah. like, and you, it takes a long time to golf. Yeah, and that could that, that could wipe hour. that could wipe out your well. Wife don't they call them golf widows? Yeah, I, I I could see how it could wipe out your connection with your wife. It could wipe out your time with your kids. Oh yeah. You know, if you're a dad out there that's got like some hobby or thing that's like mm-hmm. really consuming, like if you're entering into the kid phase of life and still trying to maintain a healthy relationship in your marriage you're definitely going to have to find a way to balance that and and, and cut back. Because though in the early years, it feels like the days drag on. Now that we have a 22 year old and a 20 year old, Mm. we can tell you they do grow up fast. I hate sounding like an old person, but really in the blink of an eye, Mm -hmm. they they're, they're up and out and then they're coming back and wanting to Mm -hmm. live. (laughs) I was going to say that also, like, yeah. you know, the thing you can try to do is be creative. I mean, you don't want to force your kids to do something they don't want to do. But, and I mean, fortunately, golf was something Levi discovered on his own. But mm-hmm. if you are a golf Golfer. dad, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're bring your kids along and you know, let them enjoy it with you. Mm-hmm. You might have to say no to your buddies because I see mm-hmm. that's what happens on the golf course. These guys are like, you know, with their buddies or whatever, and they want to go do their golf thing. Mm-hmm. You might just have to, like, compromise and say i'm going to disc golf with my kid it might slow you down it might not be as fun mm. but you know finding a balance there that would be like an example because nothing bring them is along. more important right than yeah these, these kids the, you're raising yeah exactly so mm. finding a way to incorporate your family into whatever you enjoy doing maybe there's a compromise there yes or your kid's going to find something that they totally want to do that you have no interest in <laughs> and that's hard that's but hard. but you know, find a compromise. Like, what was Jonah into? Park parkour <laughs> yeah. for a while. I'm glad parkour. it didn't last long. But we would drive him all the way to downtown Honolulu. And I think that was more me. You were like, oh, I was dear. a little bit a part Please of that. But God, I, yeah, let this go away. <laughs> or something like that. But it, those are sacrifices that you, you, as a parent, have to I make. Forgot about that. Yeah. But you know, anyways, finding a way to just connect with your kids. Through, Such through. good advice. It's so important. You will never regret it. Okay, Dave, uh, since we still have a few weeks, as we are recording, but it's about to be Easter. Do you want to give any profound Easter thoughts? My goodness. Um, Yeah, I I think it's important for us to carve out time to think and remember the the essentials of, of what, makes our relationship with God go. And certainly what makes it go is remembering what, he, what he's done for us mm. in, in a real way, you know, that, that God physically, you know, came into this world and, and, uh, Jesus, uh, lived this life out for us to see and to, to read about and understand that, uh, 
paved the way for us to to know and have a relationship uh, with him personally. And to celebrate the ultimate thing that he did was to to make a way for us to to have this relationship with him was to you know deal with this sin issue to to break apart the the thing that was separating us from God through his um his death and resurrection, which is the greatest event you know mm-hmm. in human history, yeah the greatest miracle mm-hmm. in human history i mean it 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 changed everything and it changed it changes everything about who we are and what we have to to look forward to 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 hope in it's what we put our faith and trust in um without the resurrection you know we're we're lost yeah yeah (laughs) and so um it's worthwhile to to celebrate it to take time and ponder Mm -hmm. and think about it okay so how about with kids uh what's any suggestions on how to really bring kids into this conversation yeah so i mean it it's just like the idea of um, taking time to to remember things in the in a kind of a a tradition, a fa- something you can do as a family. So there's so many ways you can make traditions, right? Yeah. So you can have your own unique family traditions surrounding Easter. I mean, obviously, most people would say church is a part of that, going to an yeah. Easter service and make that a big part of um, of the event. But taking time as a family to sit down and talk about the the, the yeah. meaning of of Easter which is again Jesus death and resurrection mm-hmm. um all that entailed and the implications of that and what that means to us personally about and what the stories and just read, reading the story of mm. of later part of uh, of Jesus life and because it, it will raise questions if you read the story mm-hmm. right for, we're talking about for your kids right yeah. why why did Jesus have to go through that why did he die on the cross yeah you know why did they do that to him? I mean, just um, the story of it in and of itself brings out questions for for anybody, right? Yeah. And especially for your kids, so they're gonna mm. be in a great position for you to explain to them all, all the the issues surrounding, you know, sin and um, our need for uh, per, uh, forgiveness. You yeah. Know? And and how God provided, you know, Jesus to, to make a way for us to have a relationship with him. So I think, yeah, Easter is a, a perfect opportunity for your kids to understand their own relationship with God. Yeah. And a perfect time to talk about it because everyone else is kind of talking about it, I guess, Easter. But obviously it's like, what is yeah. this Easter thing? It's gotten all Easter bunny crazy. But yeah, we can point our kids to, well, let's you, you want to know what Easter is really about. Yeah. So awesome. great opportunity. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what I, I'd say is yeah, the thing parents need to do and we yeah. do. And you've done a great job of that with our boys. Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Maybe come back and tackle some more. I think we should make this more of a regular thing. Oh, should we? Yes, we should. <laughs> but now we need to go have sushi. Mm-hmm. Let's get, let's get going. This is so fun. Thanks Dave so much. Thank you. And if people want to follow you online. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I just, I always wrap up with that. I, I do Come not. on, let's get Dave some Instagram followers. I do not. He posts what? like fruit occasionally. Instagram is irrelevant. To, to, I, I don't need it. You don't need it. Doctors don't need Instagram. I mean, the kind of, in my life does not need Instagram. 
Okay, well, I, I mean, might, you do. I might put a link to it in the show notes just in case. <laughs> but don't have Please. too high of expectations right. for consistency. Or yeah. okay, Dave, thanks for being here. Love you. Love happy you. anniversary. Happy Easter. Happy anniversary. Happy Easter. Love you. friends i hope you enjoyed that conversation and maybe you feel like you got to know my husband a little bit and that makes me so happy uh, i will have show notes as always over at monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash 153 and thanks for telling your friends about this podcast thank you for the ratings and reviews they mean so very much to me if you haven't said hello yet on instagram please come find me at monica swanson underscore and yeah i'll put dave's instagram in the show notes as well if you want to say hi to him over there that would be super fun but just want to thank you guys for being a part of this awesome community we actually just hit over 1 million downloads of the boy mom podcast which just blows my mind so if you are a subscriber or have hit that little plus sign that means follow uh, and you are downloading these episodes every week thank you for helping make that happen that is super cool I so appreciate it and I just love this growing community so much so friends have a wonderful Easter God bless you have a great rest of your week and until next time aloha